start having gifts. Hey, we really can. And we can start having people like call in and stuff because mm-hmm. that'd be dope too. But yeah. we got it working, man. Um, call in, we probably have to do what? We probably do like an Instagram live, Facebook live. Do that. Or they can call one of our phones and we just hook it up here. But I'm saying so they can hear it so they can call. Oh, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, um, and if we did an Instagram, we can split it. Gotcha. One day we're going to get there, man. We're going to start having a oh, bunch man. of guests. Dude. People going to be... uh got to get through all these episodes so we can know what we're doing. Plus, just with everything that I'm doing with 40 Panures, that's still, that is, that is in the works. I'm all, I, The blog is almost already done. I, I, there you go. I finally broke down and bought Kajabi. All right. We'll be back, man. What you been up to? Man, dude, working on these these projects that take way more time than you <laughs> Then you anticipate they're going to take in the beginning. So, you know, you, you start working, you get to work, and then the next thing you know, you're like, man, this is an elephant. Right. 24 hours ain't enough. It's really not. Especially especially when you get older. When you get you get my age. Yeah. I tell you, man, sleep is a premium. And you got somebody depending on you. So, yeah, for me, it's man. a lot different. But for you. <laughs> Bruh, it's, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. But welcome back, man. Welcome back. Episode 8. Episode 8. Overall, what is it? Twenty eight, but this is episode eight season of season two of the of the off season. My mom said my language is terrible, so if you're listening, mom, I'm gonna try to do better this episode. Hey, and I'm sorry too, my I'm a um I'm a weak individual. He's a bad influence on me. I folded the peer pressure. Oh man, that was worse than um. You remember when you used to have? Did y'all have dare in school? You older than me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that show like you would go through class and somebody offer you drugs and your heart would start beating, you start sweating. Yeah, I hated those classes. I, and I tell you what, like nobody offers drugs. That was a lie. <laughs> drugs are expensive. <laughs> Man, they lied to us so much in school. I was looking at um, somebody was posting, and it was a white guy as Pharaoh, and it was like they really tried to tell us. This was Africa back in the day. Oh, yeah. It was yeah, like a yeah, white guy with yeah, blue yeah. eyes. It, 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 it's hilarious. A lot of different. I know. Let's not even get started. <laughs> it's funny, man. Just how what we're teaching. Then they said they, um, what they saying? In a couple of years, this textbook is going to read that um, the natives actually gave the land to Christopher Columbus. <laughs> <laughs> I said, bruh, what you do on Juneteenth? Uh, actually, man, I just took it easy, man. I didn't, I didn't do too much because of COVID. I'm still trying to be socially responsible when it comes to it. Absolutely. Just to see what comes next. Um, yeah. And, and again, Juneteenth wasn't new to me. So funny, right? Like, so everybody hated the sitcom that came on Netflix, Black as Fuck. Yeah. Because no one understands. No, for one, no one knows who Kenya Barris is. Yeah. So no one understands <laughs> that he's doing like a Larry David, Kirby Enthusiast. Like, what made Kirby enthusiasm funny was the fact that, you know, Jerry Seinfeld would show up and, and like, berate Larry David. Yeah. Which, if you know who Larry David is, obviously you know who Seinfeld is. That's what made it hilarious. Uh-huh. So, Kenny Barris is doing it, and no one knows who Kenny Barris is, <laughs> right? Like, they don't understand it. He's spoofing his life. Yeah. But, say all that to say, uh, the Juneteenth episode was was absolutely hilarious. Now, mind you, this is... This is way prior okay. to everything that happened. So, like, Kenya Barris has to look like a genius right now. Yeah. Because, remember, every episode was because of slavery, right? Like, you really uh-huh. get the title of every episode. It's like, what, no matter what position we are in <laughs> as Africans in this country, it is because of slavery. Then he does the Juneteenth episode where everybody is clowning him. That he's the only person in America... <laughs> 
that celebrates <laughs> Juneteenth, which which is almost true because no one no one takes off for Juneteenth. No Absolutely. one does anything. Like even even people who are aware, like ourselves. Absolutely. No, we we haven't had our Juneteenth barbecue yet because yeah. it's not a federal holiday. Most of us have you know had, had to, to work. work. So <laughs> so it's funny that this Juneteenth it was almost uncomfortable. Yeah, like, I mean I'm listening to the ESPN and they're like, "Happy Juneteenth," and I'm like. What are we talking about? Y'all have I've heard Juneteenth on the radio and TV more today than my collective life experience put Bro, together. I had a um I had a photo shoot. So the girl who I'm shooting, she's a white girl. She said um she wasn't done getting ready, so she said come upstairs to my apartment. So I said, "All right, cool." So we I go upstairs and as soon as I go in, she's like, "Happy Juneteenth." And I was like, "What?" <laughs> I was like, "Thanks." And so we kept going with the shoot. So get home, talking to my wife, and I'm like, "Yo, Shorty, who by the way does my wife's hair?" Yeah. She goes, um I said, "Yeah." She was like, "Yeah. Happy Juneteenth." And my wife goes, "What?" And I said, "Yeah." She said, she literally asked me yesterday, what is Juneteenth and why is everybody talking about it? And I said, wait a minute. She said, yeah, I had to explain to her what Juneteenth was, why it's important and why so many people of color are talking about, you know, whatever. And none people of color. Like I actually, you know, yeah. I, I actually received a, like a, a couple uh, happy Juneteenth for people who weren't not people of color. And I promptly told them happy Juneteenth back because that is history that is yeah, that absolutely. is american history so like juneteenth isn't just a celebration of enslaved africans in this nation finding out two years later that they were actually free, free. um it, it's also the celebration that you know we were we were able to finally get it right yeah you know winston churchill said it best he said you can always count on america to do the right thing after they've tried everything else yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where's the laugh at i don't even know what it's and, and, and that's how we feel like in this country right now man it's like Bro. We'll get it right, but I'd be damned if we won't try everything and, else bro, before we finally well, get it right. Trump tried to send money to a million people, over a million people. Oh yeah, yeah, the, they were the, dead though. Yeah, they, they were dead. You know, I, I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna fault them too much for that. Now, if they tell me it was cash checks, <laughs> all right, then obviously that's fraud. But you know, that it, it could just be a mistake. But I mean, this this administration is doing exactly what I'd expect a C minus D plus student to do. Like, I'm not surprised. Like this is exactly, and I mean, and I'm not, a, I'm, I'm not an A plus student in, in, in school guys. I'm not, I'm, I'm a, I'm a B plus B minus guy. Micah is very smart. Don't let him play. <laughs> but you know, if, if I had a, a company that was being ran by somebody that, you know, that averages D pluses and, and C minus, what you expect, this is exactly what I expect to happen. Like Bro. I'm not shocked by any of the shit. Did you see uh B Simone had a webinar on how to not to make mistakes like her? <laughs> She needs to have a webinar. No, she had. It was last week. She had. She actually had one. How? Bro, she had five people on the panel. Um, one person, which was kind of smart. It, I, let me put it like this. I said on my photography podcast that um, she was going. She needed to do a webinar, but I was being funny, making jokes, talking shit. But she actually did a webinar where she talked about um. She had somebody on there to talk about copyright infringement. She had someone to talk about trademarks. And it was basically on every aspect of where she messed up. And so she created this webinar. But, oh, well, that's cool. But then they dug up her uh, transphobic comments on Twitter. You know how Twitter do. They're yeah, gonna, yeah, if they yeah, got yeah, it, yeah. If they feel like getting you up out of here, yeah, then they're going to get you up out of here. She was on a podcast, um, which is a black 
a people of color. I think both the girls are black. I'm not for sure. Oh man, I you know what you said, be small. I, I'm totally thinking about no name. I, so I oh I, no, we can I, get I, the hug. So I completely you know flubbed that. Okay, no, be Simone. Be Simone. And um, makes sense. Makes she sense. um she did that, but they found her trans comments on the podcast Horrible Decisions. Yeah, and uh, she was. They they getting her up out of there. But speaking of no name, she came out with a. Uh, they got her up out of here, cause she wrote a couple of tweets on Jay Z and Beyonce. Yeah, and they, her account and, got and, deleted. And they were and they, <laughs> and they were not having that about Beyonce. Hilarious though, hilarious because everybody went in on. And we, we won't go. We won't go there today. I, I don't. I don't want to make this podcast about. Uh oh. Um, J Cole. Uh, the BLM movement and what I'm finding out is going on behind the scenes of a lot of this, these things. Yeah. I, I'll wait till I know more <laughs> on these things. But let's just say that it's a lot of things that's going on that I, that I do not agree with. Mm. I'm always agree for equality. Absolutely. And I'm always agree for justice. And I'm going to always tell people I, I don't fight for equality. I fight for fairness. Fairness means mm. sometimes you got to catch someone up to where you are. Equality means I can just start treating you the same the same today, today moving forward right too too bad i got 500 I, I, exactly <laughs> so like no I, I fight for fairness but um yeah be simone um so it, it, it's hilarious how you know she say something about beyonce and the same people that were rallying behind her yeah you know not even a week ago when it came it to was J. Cole, now they was crushing her and yeah. let this be a lesson to um all of us about hey. matter of fact nice segue right like um <laughs> Can your business have a political stand? Hey, you know, let this be a lesson to us that you know people that support you today can be against you tomorrow. But the flip side of it is also true: people who are against you today can also be for you tomorrow. So, if you're listening right now, first of all, welcome. We're glad you're here. Um, shout out to you. Shout out to all our first and last time listeners. Uh, we're proud to have you guys here. This is the Business Stir Fry Podcast. Um, I am your co-host. Gavo, aka Coke, aka whatever you want to call me today. Uh, the man who runs this entire podcast, who comes up with the topics, who is the smart one in the room. <laughs> That's my host, Mike. What's good, Mike? Hey, welcome everybody. This is the podcast for all the balls, players, hustlers. Welcome Hand to the business Mike podcast. Mike, see, y'all don't know. Mike has certain stuff he has to say every podcast. And when he does it, I got to shout him out <laughs> and keep it just to let y'all know, um, Mike Facebook, which y'all will never find, never has been chill. <laughs> he hasn't been yelling and cussing people out lately. So another hand clap for him on that. Man, I'm tired, man. I'm, I'm tired. You, you fighting, you know, fighting the same fight, you know, with. Who you telling, bro? Nah, Who you telling? Um, um, R.I.P. to Breonna Taylor, Ahmad, um. George Floyd and now Elijah. Elijah, um, yes. this is awesome. So I know exactly what you're talking about. It's yeah, it's very very. Yeah, I, I I am. I'm tired, man. And that's you know, in this podcast again, we made this so we can actually talk about you know what what it would take to be successful. Mm-hmm. You know, when it comes to starting business and the economy. When we start this podcast, right, we started just knowing that the recession was coming. Absolutely. Know, we gaslit a little bit, you know, telling people that the recession, you know, is now. You know, Shout out to us. But, it, you know, it was because we wanted people to understand that what we're running into right now is exactly what you was going to be running into during this time frame. So today is the time to get your business started, understand business. And also, we're here 
not to be like you know the smart people you know that's talking down. It's like man, we're just like you guys. I mean, Absolutely, we're, we're no different than anyone listening right now. Absolutely. Um, so we got a full show today, but first, before we get there, what's up with the election, man? You know, it's, it's crazy and it's funny to. Um, it, it seems like um, the current president is a little bit dejected ever since his <laughs> his rally in Tulsa. Which, by the way, I mean everything about that was bad. So I, I so you're not going to get me to feel bad again. You're not going to get me to feel bad about the D plus student Bro. doing something that was. Totally retarded. Yeah, and, it's right in right in line. Yeah, and, and then failing <laughs> miserably. Like I'm never gonna feel bad about that. But just to see, um, it uh, it was reported that a lot of his internal, I guess, like um, advisors are saying that he's almost conceding at this point. Yeah, I saw that too. Yeah, which is tough. Um, let me. Only reason why I tell you it's tough because you remember after the election they were talking about how he was preparing before that night started he was preparing like his all right i didn't win yeah but i came here to shake stuff up and yeah. just watch the country fall and yeah. then it, they came to him last minute was like yeah. no you won yeah, I, think, I think you won <laughs> and he they said he was scared like wait a minute what you mean i won yeah he, and so it's weird now to see that um i just don't want people to get excited and say like all right now i ain't got to do my part yeah, no, no. Everybody still has to do their part. They still got to vote. Um, and, and, you know, I normally say, you know, I don't care you know, like which way you vote. Just go vote. Um, I'm sorry. Just don't vote for a bigot. If you're going to vote for a bigot, just just don't vote. Sorry. Yeah. I, I, I am to that point now. But the reason why I the reason why the election matters is because we're, we're in the frothiest market mm. all the time. And we have no clue what's going to happen next. Like, we don't know if, if they're going to send out $4,000 stimulus checks to, to individuals. Are they going to get business $400,000 checks? This market is so hard to predict right now. Yeah. Which it, that's what you do in the stock market. You speculate. So, I mean, everybody's going to be listening to this. This is the week of the end of this week will be July 4th. So, chances mm-hmm. are you, you're listening to this podcast prior to July 4th. And this is probably going to be a down market. You know, this mm. week is probably going to be a, a down week in the stock market. So the reason why I'm, I'm saying um, we had a failed uptrend and one of the guys, one of the, one of my financial advisors that I subscribe to was basically saying every time we've had a failed uptrend, um, the next uptrend is just tremendous. Mm. So remember, I think that was either the last podcast or the podcast prior. We talked about, are we going to break the 27-2? And if we break 27-2... You know, I I was like, you know, everyone has known that I've said there would be no Dow 30,000, right? That's what Mike said. And then last podcast, <laughs> I was like, oh, I think we might touch it. I think we might hit it, right? And, and that and, and that for me is a sign that we're done. Mm. Like the, the market is about to completely roll over. So the, what we're, this is a downtrend right now, the downtrend we had a couple months ago. Both of those are just downtrends on the market. However... Um, I do think that we're going to hit Dow. I think this next uptrend, we're going to run. I think we're going to touch Dow thirty thousand. Mm. Um, and then I think I think it's done. I, I, <laughs> I think at that point the party's over. Uh, but what I said, the reason why we mentioned the election is we have not had a D plus student and a D plus cabinet running. Like I don't know what they might pull out of their ass. Yeah. To, to try to say, oh, we we need this economy to work. Yeah, you know, so <laughs> I have no clue, man. Like, but I mean, listening to this podcast, you're probably in a down week. Um, I do think we're gonna get. I, I think we're gonna get another uptrend. I think it's gonna be a major uptrend. 
I think we're going to hit Dow 30,000. And I know I do not give stock advice, but market wise. Uh oh, here we go. I think we're at the end, guys. I think we're at the end. I'm, I'm, I don't want to say I'm almost certain, but I think, I think we're close to the end. Uh oh. Um, let it be known, going back to the election right quick, let it be known that Mike Pence has doubled down on All Lives Matter. I just want that to be known just on his podcast. So some of y'all is probably like, all right, what is, what, we know what you're talking about, but what you really talking about. So Mike Pence was, um, he was doing an interview and they pretty much asked him why he refused to say Black Lives Matter. And his response was pretty just simple. He's like, I really believe All Lives Matter. He yeah. was like, "That's where the heart of American people lies." I, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm done with that argument. For one, Amy, you know, we Amy Cooper proved that um, people in America who are not people of color 100 percent understand exactly what they're doing. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, so this this notion that I'm gonna sit here and you know and try to debate Mike Pence on whether I, whether we should say all lives matter or and I, and I got plenty of issues with Black Lives Matter that we won't go into, uh-huh. you know, on the podcast. But you know, if I'm gonna sit here and say, you know, shit. If you you don't understand why all lives matter is offensive, one of my good friends she sent me um she sent me a meme and it was like imagine you having sex with your girl you say you know dish your dick right yes and then she and she says back to you I like all dicks <laughs> right like <laughs> only on this podcast yeah. do you get comments like that yeah so you know this is so this is what it means when you say all lives matter right like we don't have to we don't have to pretend that we don't know what you're saying is offensive they. 100% know what they're saying is offensive, which is why they're saying it because they believe that they could get away with it. So when you engage them with the conversation of trying to explain <laughs> it to them, you're making yourself a dumbass because they're not even listening. I'm low key laughing now because I'm trying to think. I'm thinking of you remember the moment when you was messing with one girl and you just realized, like, yo, she's actually a whore. Like, I gotta <laughs> get away from her. <laughs> And even then, you don't say it, right? Like you, you don't, don't, you don't even say it. You just leave her alone. Like so, they say a comment, and you're yeah. just like, "Oh, you get around." Yeah. All right, cool. So P- poor Gavin, poor <laughs> poor me back in the day who yeah. realized I was like, "Oh my gosh, I gotta get out of here and take a shower." <laughs> um, <laughs> bro. It was a side note. I remember when I was in college. This is so not on topic, but I remember when I was in college and um, this girl who I was talking to, I was like, "Oh, she was coming to my dorm." And my roommate was like, yo, when she left, he was like, yo, I see her around going out of all these rooms. I'm like, nah, that's my girl. He was like, oh, oh. he was like, oh, I don't know, man. I'm just telling you, I think I think she's just popular. I'm like, well, bro, we only been in school for two, three weeks. How popular can <laughs> oh, she be? Oh, she was popular. And he was like, yeah, man, she been on this floor, the fourth floor, the front room. And then I remember I went and hollered at one of the dudes mm. and he was like. Yeah, bro, she run through all these rooms. I was like, man. Hey, man, your heart was in your stomach, wasn't it? Bro, I felt, I was disgusted, man. She <laughs> did let me take her mom's wedding pictures. Hey, man. No it, comment. Hey, man, it happens. It happens. It happens to the best of us. All right, back on topic to <laughs> what this podcast is about. Um, So, me and you was talking about a little bit of, of this off, um, off air, but Morehouse canceled their football season. Um, We've seen plenty... Of schools cancel homecoming, mm-hmm. especially at HBCUs yeah. where homecoming is the yearly event, right? Yeah. Um, but now we're starting to see Morehouse, Morehouse cancel football. A couple other programs are discussing it. Um, <clears throat> and I was talking to you. I'm saying I made the comment. I said, I think we're going to really find out how underfunded HBCUs are because everybody knows in mo- at most schools 
what brings in the most money is football. Well, for yeah. a lot of schools. And you said to me, and so in my mind, my my thought process process was we're not gonna see LSU, Alabama, um, you know, those type of schools cancel football per se, but you brought a good point. You said we might not get college football. Yeah, I, I, I don't think we get any college sports mm. um, this fall, to be honest. So I know that um, K-State, Houston, I, I just Googled it real quick. Cause I, knew, yeah. I, I knew I had read a couple teams had stopped voluntary uh, workouts. Mm. I, NFL, I think you're going to get some games. I think Make your bold prediction. Bold prediction coming in, in right now. Yeah, America. hot take. So NFL, I think you're going to get 10 games, and then I think they're going to shut the season down mm. and quarantine everyone. Because if they, if they shut the season down and quarantine everyone, you know, they've gotten in the majority of their games. Absolutely. And they could put teams into the playoffs and expand the playoffs yeah. the way that they actually want to. Mm-hmm. And if you're quarantined, it's going to be one of those things that, you know, like, hey, everybody show up, everybody's been quarantined, and you still get playoff NFL football. Mm. So I, I think you're definitely going to get that this year. Uh, college sports, though, I, I don't believe that any college is going to take on that. Let me ask you this. If you're a college student, would you play this year? Uh, You know what? No. I mean, I, I, I really – I really wouldn't. I mean, but if you force me to play, I'd play, right? Like, if, I, yeah. if I'm on scholarship and, you know, I'm from a rural town and I don't, you know, yeah. I'm trying to make it to the league. Yeah, I mean, I, of course I'm going to play. But for the most part, I, I don't I don't think colleges are going to make these kids play this fall. And it, look, we're, we're, in, we're in a fucked up situation that we've never been in before. And, and what's even more fucked up about it is shit was wholly preventable. Yeah, right? <laughs> well. like like, and I, and I know pe- I know people like to say that like, no, this wasn't preventable. It's a worldwide pandemic. Pandemics break out all the time. They Absolutely. they really do. H one N one was a pandemic. Absolutely, and they shut down counties. You know, during that time frame, like absolutely, you you just got to have a system in place that can do what the hell you need it to do. You got to have leaders that are in place that are like, okay, international travel. Stop for the next three months. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? You ain't going nowhere. Can't go anywhere. You know, we got to have thermometers. You got to have mm-hmm. testing. You know, like all this balls just boils down to testing. Yeah. If you had thermometers and tests, you know, by the time you took off from an airport in Hong Kong and then when you land in LA, it's the same thing. And then you know that five days later, you need to check in, yeah. you know, for the same thing. Chances are it just doesn't become a worldwide pandemic. Absolutely. But when you have none of that, right? When you have, you know, crony capitalism, which is, you know, the bullshit free market. Yeah. There's no such thing as a free market. There's always a cost <laughs> to the market. Right now, we are paying the cost for Amen. not knowing what the hell we're doing. Y'all know what's up. <laughs> we have GDP this quarter. The worst GDP in 2008 was, I, I, I want to say the quarter was negative eight, right? Mm. We had negative five GDP Q last quarter. Right, mm. this quarter they're they're estimating the Georgia the, the Atlanta Fed estimated that it was negative forty eight percent. Then they revised it the next day to like thirty nine and some change or whatever. Yeah, guys, the worst quarter we had was negative eight. They're telling you it's going to be five times worse. So when I say that the, the the crash is coming, right? We've been talking about this since last year. Mm. That was just based off a chart. That's just looking at looking at the Fibonacci lines. Realize we're overextended with real with no momentum that can push us to the next level. Yeah, did I know that it was going to be a, the coronavirus? No, I did, yeah, did. World War Three almost happened at the beginning of the year. <laughs> Had no clue what it would have been, but we knew it would be something, right? It could have been could have been Flint, Michigan water crisis. Like who yeah. knows? Like you have probably a thousand crises that's going on in the world right now. Mm. Corona's just number one. You have an overextended market, so. Uh, I, 
I don't know, man. Next, next question. <laughs> I just, yeah. So, go. I mean. Because we, we were talking about college football and yeah. will, it, will there be sport. I don't really think that we understand just how serious this is. Serious this is. Like, municipalities. Well, Florida don't know. <laughs> Florida, New York, and. No, excuse me, not New York. Florida, and Arizona, te- and Texas. They don't know. Yeah. But so they say municipalities, right? Because no one's working, right? Yeah. So everybody's tax base is lower. Absolutely. Most most of your municipalities make money, especially like a Charlotte, right? Like we make money off of, you know, the tourism and the, mm-hmm. the, the tax and the restaurant tax. Who who's who's using any of that right now? Bro. They're they're saying that the municipalities have a one trillion dollar deficit next year. Just to run just to run your local governments. Disgusting. So so your EMTs, your hospitals, your 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 PD department that can't do a goddamn thing right <laughs> half the fucking time. So all these all these departments that you, your educational system, mm-hmm. they not they're not even receiving the tax revenues because it's not like municipalities save money. Yeah. It's not like federal <laughs> governments or local governments save money, right? Because that's what that's our tax refund. Our tax refund is anything that's over what they've used for the year, which is why these people spend all the way up, you know, to whatever it is. So the fact that the federal government next year just just to bail out municipalities alone. I ain't even talking about your states. Just municipalities is going to be $1 trillion, right? Yep. And that's the estimate this year. Nothing <laughs> ever comes in lower than you. It's like when you get your, your backyard patio built. Yo, how much is this going to cost me? About $1,400. How much to find a bill? $2,400, right? <laughs> like, so it's like this is what's being asked for today. So, I mean, we, I think we get through it because the whole world is on is has to get through it. Yeah. So everyone like this isn't just a U.S. problem. It, if this was a U.S. problem, I'd be freaking the hell out. I really yeah. would. Like if it if this was unique to us, I'd be like, oh my god, like we're about to be a third world country, world war, excuse <laughs> me, civil war two about to break out. I really would think that because this is everybody because everybody has this problem. I think it's manageable, but the the tax load the, that's going to come in the future though. I mean, we're talking about probably grabbing. You know, sixteen years to twenty years worth of tax load in the next two years. Um, that's that's rough, and that's why you need to really, like I said, you know, we always say this: this is the time to start your business and get into business yeah. for yourself. This economy is about to, it's about to leave from a a service based economy, which is Absol- what we are now. Uh-huh. This is about to become a contractor economy. Mm. So every individual, and and this is what's going to get you finally get you, you know, real Obamacare is because com- companies are going to not be able to hire everyone that's working. Yeah. So it's going to take small businesses coming up to being able to hire, you know, four or five people just for income. Yeah. But you, you're you not going to supply benefits. Yeah. You know nah. what I'm saying? Like, you know, so, so you're going to have to have a true Obamacare. All right. So next thing up we got is uh, let's talk about this, which I think is going to be interesting. So businesses... All right, starting now to make, we saw social stances, now they're making political stances. What's your take on that? Because it's annoying at times, right? Because some, they, they find unique ways to be silent. Yeah. And now people are going beyond their way to speak on certain things. Does, how, do, how does that make you feel? And how do you think entrepreneurs and people like us, how we should move going that way in the future? Well, it's funny you asked that because that was episode six, season one, right? <laughs> Should your business have a political stance? Absolutely. Basically, we stated that if you can absorb 
the blow because there's going to be so many people that disagree with you. Absolutely. You know that you what? can, but if you can you if you cannot absorb that blow, you your you nor your company should have a political stance. So when I when I watch, you know, companies that you know, that make these political statements, mm-hmm. um, they're not really doing anything. Yeah. You know, I mean, they're making you feel good. I mean, I see a few companies gave people Juneteenth off. That was cool as hell, but they're not really doing anything, right? Nah. They're not paying they're not paying reparations, are they? No. So nah. they're not doing anything. They're giving you a day off and it, so yeah. So but to, for individual go. businesses, for small businesses, I still say stay out of the fray. Um it and the reason a good reason to bring this up is you take a company that everyone knows of, like Slutty Slutty Vegan. Yeah. In Atlanta. Absolutely. Uh, when they made their stance of stand standing behind um, the civil rights movement of twenty twenty. One of the things that we saw was uh, they started getting a slew of one star ratings from people that opposed that view. Absolutely. And she's able to withstand it, you know, ish because she has a cult following. Mm -hmm. But if if she didn't have that cult following and she was just popular. She'd be up out of here. She'd be up out of here. You know what I'm saying? For no fault of her own. So it goes back to like, no, I I believe that most small businesses should stay out of the fray as, Mm. as the business. Yeah. You know, and if you are the business, if you are the face of your business. You know, you're going to have to pick your battles. Absolutely. And you're going to have to make sure that you have measured your word before you say them. You you know, um, I find that interesting because I shared on the photography podcast, there was a girl, excuse me, it was a guy. He was a makeup artist. And um, his client called him and said, I won't need you for my wedding anymore. It, like the, it was the mother of the bride. Yeah. And she pretty much was just like, if you don't believe in all lives matter, I can't support you. I can't, you know, do this. <laughs> and he was, she was like, I'm going to take you to court. I want the money. And he was just like, you signed a contract and you lucky. I, I don't just come. He was like, I'm willing to basically just say, all right, let's end this here. Yeah. He's like, but technically you still owe me my second half. Exactly. Me or not. And she was, yo, she went in on him, like cussing him out. And so it was very interesting to see. I've seen, I'm in probably about five or six photography uh, groups yeah and each one i've seen at least at least one or two people who got text saying like yo i don't want i want you taking my pictures no more yeah and, and, and everybody's entitled to that right like if yeah. you have your opinion that's fine if you disagree that's fine yeah but when you start taking money off your off your you know off the table you know food out of your kids mouth that's when you have to make a decision most people that have jobs uh, or as they're finding out, yeah, <laughs> don't work for companies that want them to, you know, post inflammatory. Well, we you know, saw shit. what CPI did. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, they, they still. One of our friends is still trying to cancel her service. She's like, it's still like an eighty minute wait what? to call CPI, and that was a month ago. You know, right. so most people cannot absorb that political stance. I mean, hell, even Chick Fil A when they had that that dumbass forum with Lecrae. Kathy Bro. and that pastor, even Chick Fil A would just like even they had to step back for a little bit and just be like, "Well, we didn't mean it like that." <laughs> Bro, first of all, I want to apologize to the podcast listeners for us not addressing that last week. Yeah, that was one where we could have went in on bruh Well, I mean, that, but the thing is, and not Lecrae, just yeah. the pastor, like yeah. his comments yeah. and just like how you don't get thrown in situation. It reminds me back when um Jay Z hit up all the rappers before Jay-Z was like, he was Jay-Z, the biggest rapper in the game, but it was a thing he hit up all the rappers and said, do not go on Oprah. 
Yeah. Like, you'll be welcome there, but you ain't welcome there. Yeah. Like, and, it, like, I look at that situation, I'm like, Lecrae, you should have known what was up. You, you, you should have known better. But we had, we, <laughs> you know, everybody, you know, everybody isn't Malcolm, right? Absolutely. Everybody isn't Dr. King at the end. Absolutely. Damn near nobody's Marcus Garvey, right? So, Absolutely. <laughs> you know, so when people make missteps, you know, they're, they're, they're still allowed, you know, they're still allowed compassion. Yeah. You know, so Lecrae, you know, he made a mistake. That 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 pastor said was what was in his heart, though. Bruh. You know, and, and, <laughs> and it's, uh, it's funny. We're talking about can your business have a political stance, mm-hmm. right? I don't I don't know what the condition of his church is, but I can guarantee you they're losing revenue. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. No matter what. You he definitely loses some. Yeah, stuff so out. you have to understand, like sometimes your sometimes your business. I mean, go back to listen to season one, episode six. You know, we're standing firm to this. And and what we stand for on this podcast is obvious. But there's topics that we don't dive deep into. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> we can't we can't afford to. We can't afford to dive deep into those topics. And we one hundred percent understand that, you know what? Most people already get it. Yeah, the, the 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 pretending that I don't understand it is is intentional. You know, it is to draw you into a conversation to whereas they can say, ah, look what you said here. So what you think about businesses? Do you think that some businesses are pandering? Oh, definitely. Definitely. One hundred percent. This If you're a pandering business, this is your time. <laughs> you just went from Black History Month to <laughs> COVID. <laughs> you know, straight into the civil rights movement of 2020, straight to in Pride Month, right? Yeah. And they and they didn't even stop with Pride Month. They're like, yeah, for July, we're not spending money on Facebook because Facebook is supporting, you know, inaccuracies being told. If you are a business and you can afford to pander right now, because they, <laughs> because guess what you're able to do? Everyone is suffering right now, so you're able to take from your bottom line. Like this idea that companies are saying, yeah, we're punishing Facebook. On one hand, a little bit they are because yeah. Facebook has went freaking you know authoritative dictator yeah. with their advertising and their rates. <laughs> <laughs> but if you think for one second that all these companies aren't piling on just because you know what, for one quarter we get to, we get to pull in our advertising budget, and when we bring it back in August, it's gonna be half of what it was before. Absolutely. So just as companies cutting advertising, so this idea that companies are like. Man, we're taking this major stance <laughs> against Facebook and truth and honesty. Man, it's, it's fucking laughable. <laughs> These companies are cutting back their advertiser budgets because they needed to. Because every Nike, Nike was down thirty percent year over year. Nike, if if people are sitting out, and this is why Lululemon stock is crap, by the way. And I hate that. I, and I told y'all I do not give investment advice. But I was waiting on Nike earnings because Lululemon said that all the women were sitting home ordering Lululemon clothes and af- uh, af- athletica clothing because they needed loungewear at home. So I was like, okay, well, let's see what Nike earnings look like because that's the number one leisure wear brand in the world. Absolutely. They are struggling. Str- Nike is struggling. Armour trying to get out of the contract with UCLA. That's wow. Which fifteen years, two hundred eighty million dollars was stupid in the first place. <laughs> but but they're having to try to because they're like, well, you know, UCLA won't have any sports this fall, which is another reason why I was stating that there's probably not going to be any sports. Yeah, you know. So if Nike's struggling, right? Yeah. What What do you think everybody else is doing? Everyone, Dying. where I mean, 
I don't I don't even wear Nike and I probably got on something Nike right now. Absolutely, me too. I have on, <laughs> I definitely have on Nike socks and I didn't, it's not intentional. It's not intentional. So if they're struggling, every fucking body's struggling, man. You know, um, I hope some of these big companies, you know, they got to find a way to employ and empower um, people of color and small business owners. You know what I'm saying? Because if you can help them, then when everything turns around, you're going to look like the good guy yeah. that just saved, paved and saved away. So I, I find it interesting. You will, but, but but as these companies like to say, they have a fiduciary responsibility. And sometimes, you know, that means that you have to go with what's cheaper because mm. you're trying to beat that year over year and you're trying to win that quarter. You're not trying to win the next 10 years or five Absolutely. years. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. They're just trying to hit the, that quarter over the next quarter. Um, it's... It is a it is a scary place to be, but I mean everybody's in this place. So if everybody's here, you know, I'm interested to see. Uh, <laughs> you know, a lot of these businesses that's closing, I don't get it. Um, they're blaming it on COVID, but they've been around for like 30 years, right? 20, 25 years. Yeah, and they blaming it on COVID. And I I sit down and I say, especially with restaurants, I'm like, what have you been doing the last two decades? Well, it's such a low margin business. Like, I mean, that's the thing with hospitality in general, for the most part. Yeah. There's such low margins, you know, in the food industry. That I think a lot of companies, you know, you got to think about it. If, you, if you've if you been in this one location for 15 years, I mean, you've probably watched your lease go from, I'm just going to throw an arbitrary number out there, yeah. right? $1,000 a month to you probably somewhere in the neighborhood of $3,500 a month yeah. now, right? That's that's $2,500 is just extra just coming out of your bottom line. And if that's going up, chances are everything else is going up. Absolutely. We like to pretend inflation doesn't exist. But I mean, I always tell people, you know, back in 2008, you know, you you could buy a, a two liter soda for 99 cents. Mm-hmm. You absolutely can't anymore. Right. Nah. Even the one liter sodas are buck twenty five on sale. Bro. So you ever th- got a 20 ounce soda. <laughs> it's even more. Right. <laughs> yeah. So it's like so we're already, so just something as small as that. Right. We're already looking at uh, that's 100 percent inflation. Yeah. I don't care what they tell you. <laughs> That's the true actual number. They can tell you inflation is two percent a year, three percent a year. Just do they even sell three liter sodas anymore? Hell no, I've, I've never seen a three liter. And, soda. and that used to be a big thing when we was young. What? <laughs> that was a huge thing. So these companies are—they're trying to keep up. So when you see a lot of these people that are going out of business, I mean, I think a lot yeah. of them like this is a this is a good opportunity for them to take a break, right? That and then I think a lot of them probably you can sell high. Yeah, you can sell high and you can reset your business. Yeah. If you have been profitable for the last 20 years, it's a good chance that you can probably take two, three years off and be able to come back in and get commercial property super cheap. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and everything that goes along with it. One of the things that I do hope come out of this is I, I hope we start paying people in the service industry a living wage and get rid of tips. Yeah. I, I like I tip. They don't do tipping nowhere else in the world, guys. And people do not understand that. Yeah. They don't do that anywhere else in the world. Pay people don't go nowhere. Yeah, <laughs> all the chicks in Orlando they gearing up for Orlando. Exactly, they they, yeah, <laughs> they 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 can't wait. So, but yeah, I mean, we, we I would love to see tipping go going away, and and we pay people a living wage, and stuff become more expensive, right? Like mm-hmm. your meat should be more expensive. Yeah, you know, you should not be able to buy you know meat as cheap as you can get it. Like your food when you go out, right? You you should not be able to sit down in a restaurant and pay you know. Ten dollars per person. Yeah, it needs to be seventeen, eighteen dollars per person. Yeah, because that'll make people stay home. Absolutely. You know, and 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 being home is where we need to be in this new type world environment. Not saying that you always need to be home, but yeah, I mean, if you want to go out for a drink, yeah, go to a rooftop bar. But 
just your food and things in general, you know, cheap burgers, none of that stuff is good for you. Yeah. Nothing's funnier than uh going back to your tipping comment. Nothing's funnier than going out of the country and trying to tip and you're in a country that you think is poor than, you know, Denmark, South Carolina. I'm just giving out a small town, <laughs> country town. And you thinking like, okay, this is a poor country. Let me go ahead and give them um a tip. And they like, nah, we don't need that. It's like yeah. nothing's funnier than when you do that and you're just like, wait a second, y'all don't tip now? He was like, no. Yeah, yeah. You you <laughs> you being a stupid American right now. So nah. um, um before we get out of here and we hit these quick topics, uh, we need everybody. Go follow the Facebook page. All right. Business Stir Fry. Do not play with us. Make sure you share this episode. I know y'all love the sound quality. We got better. We got the right mic. I know. We're finally, the right we're finally here. We, now we, we got to provide good content. Yeah. Now we just got to work on the content and get it there. <laughs> make sure y'all follow us there. Um, last couple of things. We're going to make Mike pick a side. Will Kane or Bomani Jones? Which one? Who do I'm you say? I'm always going to be on the side of <laughs> Professor Bahami Jones. I thought he was going to pick Will Kane. Um why does Will Kane still have a job? I mean, I understand why you need people like him, but um, for those who don't know, certain conservatives and certain white folks that's low key racist that don't want to tell you they racist, so that's why they ain't high key. Um, they're calling NASCAR's news findings in the FBI, FBI oh, findings. They're calling that just a coincidence. I, I'm glad. I'm glad you brought that up. I'm glad Uh-oh. you brought that up. I love when Mike say stuff like that. That means it's about to go down. <laughs> All right. Um, Will Kane. Don't give a fuck about Will Kane. Right? <laughs> and because this is the thing. When, when if your if if your behavior and your belief system means that you have to negate somebody else, or yeah. you're coming from your feelings instead of facts, I do not have to consider your position. I don't know why people have this idea that like everyone can have an opinion as if everybody's opinion is valid. It's not. Absolutely. It's if, not. If your feelings is is based in pun how you feel, it doesn't have any facts. I do not have to consider your feelings. Now, can I put my hands on you? No. <laughs> well, <laughs> but can I? But but do I have to consider anything that you said if it's bullshit? No. All right. So let's talk about the Bubba Wallace situation. Uh huh. At first, everybody was like, "Oh, it's just a little small, you know, you know, Tie. you know, news." And I looked at it. it. Wasn't a small news, bro. It was a news. Okay. And not only that, Bubba Wallace did not report it. His team. Came in the garage and reported it. Absolutely. So, so Bubba isn't even the person that even saw it the first time. Yeah. So everybody, you know, to the people out there, said, "Oh, the FBI said it wasn't a news. The FBI said it was a news. They, they said definitely did. It doesn't look like it was targeted. Now, look, I'm not gonna go into come on, man. The 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 come organization on, that created COINTELPRO and said that that didn't exist, come and just on, say man. that sometimes that they don't give out the whole truth, right, bro? They're saying out of all the other stalls. There and were no it, nooses. And we're talking like 1,700 yeah. other stars. But but in that one, that Bubba Wallace just so happened to land in. The only black guy. The only black driver that, that that's in NASCAR. That has Black Lives Matter on his car, by the way. Just so happened to land in the. New stall. The new stall. All righty. Okay. Well, <laughs> if, if that's your belief, I'm not going to attack your belief. But what I'm not going to do is sit here and debate that shit. All right, Bro. I'm not going to debate it. Everyone, it, it, it's pretty obvious, right? Bro. How comes Razor, right? The simplest <laughs> explanation is normally the right and the most Bro. likely explanation. I'm not. I, I I saw a guy, a white guy, man, on Facebook. He had the longest post, and at the end of his post, he goes, "I'm just glad this was one big coincidence." And I wrote, "You got to be kidding me!" Yeah, like, and then right. so for those who don't know, Will Kane, he's upset that NASCAR. 
jump to the conclusion of this was a hate crime and you know we're going to do an investigation because he felt like nascar incited people to be upset just for the fbi to say hey this is a coincidence but whatever and balmoni jones got called into his show and pretty much was like you upset about the wrong stuff bro you gotta just sit this like shut up and sit down yeah i mean and and people were like it's a slipknot like no motherfucker go google slipknot and after you go look at the band bro then put in slipknot rope (laughs) so it actually pulls up an image of a slipknot that was a noose it was i i've i've seen people i went to high school in morrisville a couple of guys that um excuse me mind you my 11th and 12th grade was only 25 of us that's how small the school was but out of those 25 four of the people dads raced in nascar trust me when i say all of their posts why they don't agree with some of the other stuff like they want to see these confederate flags there they all say yo that's a news <laughs> and i've never seen that in a stall before so why they on one side of the coin yeah they they are calling this like what it yeah, is they're calling like, it what it is and, and and the problem with a will kane is our you know all american you know looks right that, white boy blue eyes yeah this is this is why he's From on Texas. tv you know he, he's he he is intelligent the guy went yeah. to pepperdine yeah. University in the University of Texas, which is one of the best law schools in the country. Mm-hmm. He's not stupid. So no. the reason why you don't have to debate Will Kane is because Will Kane absolutely one hundred percent understands the truth. He knows what's going on, and he's trying to pretend that he doesn't. Yeah. So what you do to people like this is you ignore them. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. A- ignore the intelligent people who get it, the Amy Coopers of the world <laughs> that pretend that they don't understand. You can ignore them, and then also ignore the D plus student that obviously you would never cheat <sighs> off his paper, right, Bruh would you ever cheat off a D plus student? Like if you're in class and you're struggling bro. over problem number nine and there's the D plus student to your left bro, and his, and his arm is moved out of the way so you can see his test. Do you even consider bro, looking look at his paper? Way. You know, you might look and see what answer he has to make sure you don't have that answer, bro. Exactly. <laughs> um, right. Hold on. I'm looking up. Did you see what they said? What Trump said when they asked him about um, what's his plans for a second term? Yeah, I read that. Bro, if that ain't the... Babbling. Hey, I, I, I think he's done, man. I, th- I think he's had enough. Bro, if that's not a second... If that's not a D-plus student response, I don't know what's, what's one. All right, I ain't going to read it. Y'all go look that up. It's actually hilarious. Um, And better news. LeBron James media company is expanding. Him and um, Rich just got $100 million to expand their company. What's your feels on that? Because I know them, your boys. Man, you know, rich yeah, that, that is definitely my crew. Hey, LeBron, y'all holler me, man. I actually got a show I want to pitch you guys. Uh-oh. So, um, but no, big ups to LeBron. Um, greatest athlete of all time. Amazing guy. Um, the NBA is back. We got the schedule. Eight games. You Is it eight games and then the playoffs? Yeah, I think okay. it's, it's eight play-ins and it's the playoffs. How you think that's going to go? You think it's going to actually happen? No. I mean, no. I, I mean, I think the game is going to happen. Okay, but I think I think like the stars. Um, I think you're going to lose a lot of players during these these two weeks, man. This this COVID thing is crazy, bro. It's like you think you don't have it, and then they take a test and they have it. Or you DL Hughley and you fall out, which is super sad. Yeah. So, and the only reason why I sad because I know his daughter works for him. Yeah. And she's with him on every show. You know, and probably him. freaked out. So, bro. You know, and and on, and on that note, hey, everybody, you know, be careful. Wash your hands. Wear a mask. Do the bare minimum. Yeah. You know, on on behalf of society. Absolutely. Um, last thing, because I know you want to talk about this, the BET Awards tonight. Are you watching? Um, no. 
have never watched <laughs> BET Awards. I don't really? I don't like award shows in general. Really? I, you don't yeah. like rich people getting trophies telling them how good and great they are? Oh, yeah. <laughs> nah, it's not my thing. I don't even I, I always tell people I don't even understand celebrity. I don't even understand the idea of celebrity. <laughs> Bro, um I'm not watching uh the BET Awards never get it right. I think it's important to know for, at least for me, I feel like the BET Awards is like always a year behind. Yeah. And no, they they well they are. And you know, I will give the BET um, Awards credit for this. Um, people of color was consistently left out of the Grammys. Absolutely. And when BET came along and started doing the BET Awards, they it took off, and it took off because of the exclusion that was happening with the Grammys. Yeah. And the inclusion that you see now in the Grammys is one hundred percent because of the BET Awards. Absolutely. And that's when Flat the pressure. BET Awards actually started falling off when more of these stars and celebrities were able to go to the Grammys and and you know and sing yeah. for the first time. And they would no longer come to the BET, you know, awards, which is par for the course of um, what Africans in this country do. So, bro, I think for me to be two awards, um, like you said, once the inclusion started to happen, it got close. It started dying. And then we was new who's winning when we have best female rapper and Nicki Minaj is like having her Jordan year where it's like, you know, she's winning the score in title yeah. seven years straight. <laughs> and it's just yeah. like, all right, we know what's up. And then you're not including certain people. And then it's like whoever the biggest star in the front row we know they're going to win. Yeah. I think people, we miss how important it was. And I would love to know the strings BT pulled to have Jay-Z, Beyonce, Kanye, and Kim front row at that one year to BT Awards. Like, what did y'all pull to guarantee those four people there? Yeah. And since that, since that year, it's never been the same. But they're behind on a bunch of stuff. Like, right now, bro, they're having a um, album of the year. They got Beyonce's homecoming album. That was over. That's that's so like a year and a half ago. Like, why are we talking about that? They got the baby's first album up for album of the year this year. Like, wow. it's just like, what are we talking about, <laughs> man? Like, what are we doing here? So I think they're always behind. And, you know, for another discussion, BT always bothers me because I feel like we have the same problem we had with. We're having the same problem now with them. That we had with Black Enterprise when we couldn't find the magazine, right? Yep. And we could, we were looking for, to them for information. It's like we can't find it, we don't see it. And BET right now, if you go on their website and you look up shows they have, they have like five shows, no news. You know, Revolt is going to take over what BET was supposed to. Yeah, be. and which is good for Revolt, right? But mm-hmm. you know, I mean, hey, look, everyone sometimes goes the way of Kodak, right? Mm. Like sometimes that's that is the. That is what happens. So yeah. I, I'm not I'm not totally upset with the idea that, that BT isn't the company that it was um, 20, 30 years ago. I mean, because again, now it's Viacom's problem. You know, yeah. It's not, this is not the, the network that was founded by Bob and Sheila Johnson. This is someone nah. else's problem. And they're going to do with what they do with networks. So Yeah. They got to play their position. Exactly. Um, yo, shout out to everybody, man. Uh, thank y'all for listening. What um before we get out of here, shout out to Demarius uh Lewis, man. That's my homeboy. He's a photographer. He won POC Stocks uh Father Day Challenge. Um taking a picture. He just had a, a baby girl um less than a year ago. And so he's a new photographer, but the picture he took uh was amazing. It was beautiful. It was something I wish I would have taken. It was it was that dope. And he's a new photographer, man. He's a military guy. He picked up photography. 
just to um, challenge that. But, you know, and shout out to all the fathers. How was your Father's Day before we get up out of here? Oh, it was great, man. It was great. So, you know, got this kiddo with me today. Hey, man, um, it's, it's a blessing being a father. Happy Father's Day to all the dads out there. Yeah, man. And we love y'all. We're going to holler at y'all next time. Holler at your boy. Legendary baller like Mike, like Will. 96 Impala, thug like...